Welcome everyone to Women with Prostate Cancer, No Fear Necessary. It's glad to good to be back and doing another podcast. I want to first start off by thanking everyone over the past week. I had really three for me emotional posts. And the comments, the likes, and all that really helped me through this week. Which is kind of part of the thing with this 40-hour tour that we get ready to start talking about. So, it looks like my internet is running a little slow. I'm going to try to get through this. And we'll see what happens. So, how is everyone doing? Welcome to Wonder with Prostate Cancer, No Fear Necessary. And again, I just want to talk about a little tour I just had. And as you know, I've been working with cancer and kind of getting through this process. And I've been doing things with natural remedies of my juicing and some other things. It's really changing my lifestyle. And so one of the things that happens when you start going vegan or vegetarian or doing different um, lifestyle choices, perception sometimes is not reality. And one of the things I kind of wanted to talk about is what's going on in this process. So this tour I had, I got a real funny story that happened for 40 hours. And for 40 hours, I was on a journey. But I want to kind of give you some background so you can really go on this 40-hour tour with me. I'm going to recreate this tour, and I want us to kind of go back to it. So, but I, you know, I want to go back to one thing, and that's thanking everyone for the, the post that helped me get through this week, you know, for Kim and my brother Cam and my dad. 
it really meant a lot. And I just had to say it one more time because this tour is part of this journey. So here we go. I'm going to kind of take you through this journey. So I am a heavy traveler. I used to travel probably 100 to 150,000 miles a, a year. Uh, I call myself I'm a high I, I'm a high maintenance traveler. You know, I'm I'm a sport traveler. You know, I got all the the perks and stuff and that's why you probably heard me talk about this movie with George Clooney up in the air. It's about this guy who travels and he earned 10,000 miles. But you know, you got your elite cards and all that stuff. So I'm that guy. I'm a snob. I'm just gonna, I'm just telling you, I'm a snob traveler. And what's been happening with travel over these past few months, it's been a little frustrating. Flights been getting canceled and all these things. So my plan was to go to Atlanta for four days to take care of some business. And it allows me not to have to travel and put my body under stress. You know, so I go to the um, airport early now. So I like to get there two hours early so I can relax, go to the club, you know, get my grub and stuff like that and kind of chill, you know? And so now I don't, I don't have to do that. So I get in two hours early. My card don't work to get in the club. So instead of trying to say, let me call I need, you know, what's going on? You know, I, I'm supposed to get in here. What's going on? I like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I turned around and started walking to the gates, which means I might have to st sit at the gates for a couple of hours, right? And so that's why you want club access so you can sit in, you know, in a better environment, you know, for, for, for relaxing. So I'm going by. And so my flight was going to, you know, it was going to be a tight, you know, for me to get on this flight. So, you know, it was a flight leaving at eight o'clock. So I, I walked past this one gate and I saw him boarding this other flight. I went over there and I knew the lady that was working. We started talking. I said, where's this flight going? She said, well, we got seats on this going to Chicago. I said, put me on it. I said, cause I think the connection getting me to Atlanta is going to be better than going through Dallas. I didn't know if I was going to get out. So I had to make a choice. But I, normally I would have done more research to verify this was the thing to do. So I just get on a flight and I said, well, if I get in here, it, it should be okay. So I try to get on my connection, miss the connection. And then the next flight ends up canceling. So if you've been flying the last two or three months, you probably had some canceled flights. Right. So I had this flight canceled. So now I'm like, oh, man, I'm stuck in Chicago. But you know what? I'm from Chicago. I need to see my aunt and my my cousin. So my cousin just passed a couple of months ago. So the music you just heard and the music you've been hearing on my podcast, he makes all the music. He made all the music. And I got a lot more you'll be hearing in the future. And Chris is my confidant. He, so he was my close. I spent more time with him than I did with my brothers during the day. So he is who I grew up with my first nine years of my life. That's how close Christopher and I were. So 
I was able now to go visit them. I hadn't seen them since his death. So if you remember, I went to Chicago two months ago, I mean, in February, and I, I wanted to see him because I knew the end was coming. So I needed to go see Aunt Mary, you know, after, you know, he had passed because I hadn't seen him yet. So I, I said, you know what? I can just go do that. And so I went ahead and, and, and went to go see Aunt Mary. And I tried to also, I tried to get on another flight on another airline to go to Atlanta. But it was like, no, you need to stay here. And so there was a time that was going on that I was trying to force to get to Atlanta when the whole time I was supposed to be in Chicago and I needed to go see my aunt and my cousin. So I, so this is my mom's closest sister. We live three blocks apart. So I used to work, walk from 95th Street to 92nd, which I had to cross 95th Street. So I'm seven, at, at seven years old, I'm crossing 95th, walking down to my cousins often. So, so we were a clan. We were real tight, you know, so it was like it was the extended family. So I get there, and we have a great time. We talk, and it was just great. Now, you got to understand, I didn't want to rent a car, so I was going to catch Uber from the airport. Uber was a hundred and $20 from O'Hara to 95th. I said, I can't pay 120 for Uber. Can't do it. I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to catch CTA. I'm going to catch the L train from the airport. Because that because the, the L train right there. But I ain't going all the way to 95th. I ain't catching the L train to 95th. Uh-uh. <laughs> I said, what I'll do, I'll get off halfway. So I got off, 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 off at Lake and, and, and Glen is where it was. So I got off there and my Uber was $35. So I saved $85 right there. I was like, cool. You know, so I felt good. Well, in the ticket, the bus ticket cost me $5. But I at least saved some money, right? So understand now, I'm supposed to be upset because my flight canceled. But I'm having fun because I know I'm getting ready to see my aunt. And I'm just being, I'm just listening. I'm not, it's, it's like I'm not even planning it. It's just like my steps is just doing this thing here. So now hold on. So so I could get off the L train. So I, I call Lyft first. Now, typically I use Uber, but I had Lyft. So my phone, I had to reset my phone a couple of months ago. I mean, it's just been crazy, y'all. So I had to reset my phone. So when I reset my phone, all my apps went there. So I downloaded the the um, the um, Uber and Lyft, but Uber didn't have a credit card in it. I ain't feel like going through all the credit card. You know how you got to put all that in. I said, let me just call Lyft, and they came. I put the address in, and so the guy came and picked me up, and it said $15. I said, dang, I said, I ain't that close. So I get in the car and we going and the Uber driver, at first it was nice. I was in the black town car. I mean, it was real, you know, so I'm, I, you know, I'm this, remember, I'm a snob traveler. So I'm in the Uber XL, you know, in the thing, going to the wrong dang on place. That don't make no sense. I'm going to the wrong place. 
in this black Uber thinking I'm Joe Blow. And check this out. Then I'm going to the wrong place, right? <laughs> so I'm driving. I said, man, this ain't right. I said, this is said South Union. I said, don't have the number. I gave you the number. He said, oh, the numbers don't show up. So I pulled the app up to see where he was going, where the end was going. I said, man, we ain't right. This ain't right. And he said, well, I got to drop you off here because this is what we got to do with the app. I was like, dude, you ain't dropping me off right here. I just saw that Walgreens. You gonna take me to this Walgreens. I said, look, I give you the tip, but you ain't dropping me off right here. Take me over here to Walgreens. Now, I, you know, most people probably wouldn't even got on the L train anyway, but you know, I'm an adventurous guy. That's me. That's how this is this 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 is this journey. Now understand this trip was supposed to be four days to Atlanta. So this is Sunday morning. Six o'clock, I'm in Vegas. So now I'm at Walgreens, dropped off in Chicago because his app, the, the, the Lyft app wasn't working. So I said, you know what? So now I have to get the, my credit card out, had to type it in and set up my, my Uber so it's working, right? So I called Uber. It took the address. It was like, you know, 30 bucks. So I kind of lost a little bit but I still made money. No problem. I still saved some money. So anyway, I get there, have a great conversation with the Uber driver, get to my aunt. And we, we had a great time. We listened to some of Chris's music. You know, I was able to, you know, do some things, you know, you know, to really help, you know, and we just had a good time, you know, that visit. Now I got to catch a five o'clock flight Monday morning. Cause I got an appointment at 12 in Atlanta. So that's why I was going to Atlanta Sunday trying to get there so I can have a rest. Remember, I'm trying to save my body, right? So, so now I got I to gotta get up at 3 o'clock to catch a 5 o'clock flight. The beauty, though, is now I can go right to Midway and right on 57 and Cicero, Midway right there. So that was $30 to get me to Uber. But I was going to have to do that regardless. But it was cheaper than renting a car. When I was going to rent a car, they wanted a $400 drop-off fee. I said, no, that ain't happening. And so I had a great trip with the Uber driver. I'm rolling. I get there. You know, I get there like before 4 o'clock. You know, so I you know, get, get my ticket and stuff. And now my bag's already there. Uh, my, you know, my bags are already gone. You know, they're already in Atlanta. They're empty bags. We'll get to the empty bags in a minute. Okay, so I get there, check in. They're so early, TSA ain't even open, you know. And yeah, I'm pre-check and clear. Yeah, so so it, it makes a difference because that line, those lines get long, especially when you're in Atlanta. Atlanta TSA pre-check don't even help you in Atlanta. So anyway, I get there, you know, I get to Atlanta, and so I go rent my car. And so now I'm blue chip, right? So I booked it. So now it's going to be a little lesson coming in here too, right? So I booked my trip. It's a long line. I get in the blue chip line, right? And lady called me up. She said, your name, boom, boom, boom. She said, oh, you're not blue chip. I said, yeah, I'm blue chip. She said, yeah, but you didn't use your blue chip. I said, what you mean I didn't use my blue chip? She said, well, your blue chip number ain't in here. You got to use your blue chip number. I'm like, what you mean? 
She said, she said, oh, you booked it through a third party. I said, yeah, because you know, I'm at the airport. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's easier. So I just did it. So I booked it on this, this car rental app, and it's a third party. So let me give you some, some, some tips. Never third party buy tickets, cruises, none of that stuff. Car rentals, because you lose some of your power and your rights. So, you know, I used to work at the airport. So when people had problems with the airline tickets, if it was through one of them third party, sometimes like we got to call them and now we getting cussed out, but it ain't our problem. Don't buy through third party if you can help it. I'm just telling you. So anyway, so see, then the lady, it made me go back and lie, even though she know I'm a blue chip, but I just get in line. I'm just, you know, I ain't no real hurry. So I get in there and she kind of laughed and she, so she, and I get the same lady who t- who sent me back, who wanted to pull rank on me, right? So I say, ain't no problem. So I go give her my stuff and everything. And she said, oh, you got a, oh, she wanted to laugh. Like, oh, you got a smart car. And that's one of them little bitty cars like the Fiat's, right? But I didn't care because now I realize I'm flying out that night back, back to Las Vegas because the four-day trip is over now. I got to get back. So now I'm going. And so I get in the car and the lady said, it's two doors. You know, she was trying to not laugh, you know, he's like, aha, this is what you got, you know, trying to be blue chip. Oh, mister, you know, I'm a big traveler. Yeah. And I sent your tail back to the back. Yeah. I made you get in line and you got this itty bitty car. Yeah. Go on, Mr. Big Shot. You know, so, you know, that, you know, I ain't saying she said that. But she was saying it, right? <laughs> so anyway, I go get the car. And so I said, dang, it is two. I said, it is two doors, right? So I put my bags. No. Uh, yeah, I put my bags in. And also I, I fly in. I go pick up my bags. So the bags are empty because I'm bringing back some computers. And they're the big roller bags, you know, big ones, right? So I, so I fit them in the, I fit them in the back to this little car. And so I drive to my brother, so I go see my, my, my younger brother, the one that I did the post on, my bunk brother. So I went to go see my bunk brother, so I got a chance to go see him, go hang out with him for a couple hours before my 12 o'clock appointment, because I got there so early. So anyway, so I'm driving, I'm driving this car, right? And I look in the back, and I'm like, wait a minute, why does it have locks? And it looked like a window, and I only saw two doors. So my brother Cam is a car aficionado. So I'm kind of wait. I gotta ask Cam. I said, Cam, I was in this car. It's a two door, but they they made the inside look like a four door, right? So when I get out the car, I said, let me look at this. This is weird. But dang, the handle way up here at the top. It wasn't like the regular handle. My dumb tail distance see where to open the door. It was four door. But I wanted to go back to her. Lady, it is four door. You didn't know where it was either. You know, that's what I wanted to tell her, right? But I couldn't. You know, I said, that's okay. So me and my brother had a good time. So I, I went to my, my, my appointment, you know, took care of all that. Then I was like, man, I'm going home. Cause I still wasn't, you know, quite sure. Well, by then I knew I was going back. It was a 40 hour trip. So I go to my office, get to talk to my partner for a while. 
you know, and they put the computer computers in, pack them, and get them to the airport. So even when I rent a car, I like to check my bags, then take my rental car, so I don't have to be lugging these bags on the shuttle bus and all that stuff. So I like to check my bags in at curbside. So in Atlanta, Hartsville, I go underneath, you know, because you don't have all the traffic. So I go, and this is one place where you can check your bag. And but it's the guy said, "Oh, you got to be TSA pre-checked, and it has to also be on your phone." So I said, "What you telling me is I can't check my badge right here, right?" He said, "Nope." But what he did do was help me sign up, so the next time I won't have that problem. And we was just cool the whole time, you know. I I'm enjoying this this debacle, right? What's happening? I'm not even thinking about bad stuff happening. So so now I go drop the car off. So now I got these two big old bags I didn't want to have. So now I got to lug through, you know, get on the train because, you know, Atlanta has a rental car center. And so you you bring everything. And I didn't see a place to buy a cart. Now, one of the things I do now, I buy them carts now. I ain't trying to be pushing on bags. I just buy me a cart. It's so much easier. And it also is energy conservation. Okay. So anyway, so I get there, get, to, you know, check my bag in and all that stuff. And you know, now I go up to the gate. So I go to my club first, you know, got to get, you know, you know, they had some, some salad. So I was, like, I was able to eat a little salad. So you gotta understand this is Monday afternoon. I had two hour little nap on my aunt's couch. And I've been in the airport all day Sunday trying to catch flights, flights getting canceled and all that. And I had some salads in there too. So I ain't having none of my juicing, none of my coffee, and none of that stuff. I, you know, so I'm just kind of like a regular guy, but I'm still kind of watching what I eat. So I'm in a club, so now it's time to go catch the flight. Now I got an option. You know, I can catch American that goes through Phoenix, you know, or Delta flight. And I wasn't sure which one I wanted. And so, you know, what I realized what was happening the American flight was going to be late and misconnect. So I said, you know what? Let me just get on Delta. I got on Delta and I end up getting comfort. I end up getting the F seat, which is on the window. And I was able to kind of just take in this. By then it was probably, you know, 30 something hours of this trip that just happened. And what I've been through, you know, and what my body is so used to and how it responded, but also how this mishap in the airport, all this stuff happening and catching these Ubers and train became a thrill and, and, and a great time and not a bad experience traveling. And a lot of that, you've heard me talk about the detoxing that your brain detox. And this is what's been happening. This is one of the side effects. It's the clarity. You know, I talked about the, the body, mind, and spirit, the three of those things so close and tying in now. And I really was able to experience this 
without the anxiety and all that. Because I'm a high anxiety person. I've been my whole life. And by the time I got on this plane to uh, Las Vegas from Atlanta, and I knew it was nonstop, I was able to say, that was fun. And I needed to get back home because I needed to, you know, take care of my body. But I didn't get worn out. I wasn't tired. And, and adrenaline and whatever. But if your body is that jacked up, you can't do it. Adrenaline ain't going to last you that long. So I know my body is really responding. My indicators are looking good. They're maintaining. My, my, my PSA is, it's not at the highest level it, it ever has been when I got diagnosed. So it's performing. My body is responding. And I got some more stuff that I still can do that I'm still testing. But what I want to really say is, hey, look, I know, you know, we're traveling a lot right now. And it's crazy. They're canceling 600 flights, 300 flights a day like it's nothing now. Because there's, there's, there's shortage of pilots and staff. So there are things going on. And so I used to work at the airport. So I had to deal with the complaints and stuff. And when things happen, passengers are not nice. And there's nothing we can do. But I would tell you this, the nicer you are to those customer service agents, the more they're going to do for you. And I'm saying I didn't do that necessarily because that I used to be an agent. The issues just didn't matter because I wasn't in control of what was going on. If I didn't have this journey, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be having this conversation right now. And the feeling I got when I got home. And so now I got these computers that I want to take to my daughter so she can set up her desktop. And so Kim and eight now and um, Eugene, he's going to university of Oregon. So they had, you know, a seminar they had to do. So she left the car there. So. Now I, you know, I just go get the car, you know, we can just use our car phone, but then she put a code in to start that I ain't know. And see, I think she programmed the code in cause the car was being left overnight someplace thing, you know, so she added this new thing, you know, these cars now got these technology, you know, I was able to get in the car, but it was four digit code. And you know, everybody kind of got their four digits. Nine, so it took me two tries. The first one didn't work, it was the second one, so I was cool. So now the good thing is, because they weren't coming back to Wednesday or Thursday, hey, we're about to save $37 a day in parking because I got the car, right? So I get in the car. Now, we always, we always need a ticket and a sun visor. Oh yeah, this journey ain't over. See, this is what happened to Gilligan. See, that's why I, po I, I, I wrote about Gilligan's Island. Because remember, they went on a three-hour tour, and they still on that island. So this journey, see, I see this, this journey is going from the first part when my car didn't start. I couldn't get in the club with my highfalutin tail to now I'm trying to get home, and I can't find a ticket. I said, I don't want to text Kim. It's, you know, it's, I said, okay, hold on. 
So now you gotta understand, I'm in the shoot, get ready to pay. So I had to bag out because I didn't want people to get behind me because I can't find my ticket, right? So I back out. And then the guy comes over and said, hey man, we can probably look and see when you came in and kind of come up with it. I said, all right, cool, man, don't worry about it. But I just kept looking and I text Kim. I said, Kim, where the ticket? She says, in the console. Well, you know, them tickets so little, it was stuck on the side so you couldn't see it. It was like, you know how you have static electricity and it's stuck to your body? It was stuck to the side. So when you, and I was pulling stuff out, the look, I didn't see it because it was stuck to the side. Then I finally saw it once I pulled everything out, then I went ahead and paid for everything. So now I'm fine. I'm finally, I think I'm coming home. So I get home, you know, settle down and just laugh at that 40 hours. And so I'm just saying, whatever you may be going through, how you look at it, you know, it, you can make, just, just enjoy it. And I'm just understanding, you know, let God have it. Just go, you know, you know, I don't have to think about it. I don't even have to worry about it no more. So that was my 40 hour tour. So, so I want to thank you, you know, for, for, for taking the time to listen to this, this tour I just had. And I want to thank you for what has transpired for, uh, you know, this last, this last week, cause it was emotional. Those three posts were very emotional and this trip was emotional also. And I could have let the, all these events ruin it, but I made it fun. Well, God made it fun. Cause I didn't worry about what was going on. So what I want you to do, I want you to tell your craziest travel story. And if you're an employee, you can tell your crazy experience that you had with a customer. Okay. So anything dealing with traveling, you know, write it in the comment, you know, let's see who can come up with the craziest uh, story. And it might be something at the end for you. We may select the craziest story, post it, you know, let everybody see it. You know, do something fun. Well, let's, let's have some fun with this, okay? So, again, I want to, you know, thank everyone for uh, you know, hanging in, tuning in with me. And I, I don't know how long I went because I didn't start at a, at a, a particular time. Uh, but, you know, I definitely want to thank you uh, for, for, for tuning in for a brother through this thing here. So, guys, thank you. Hey. Check us out on, on Podbean also, and then we'll see you later. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Oops.